Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts, whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Before I start, I should just say that if you can hear um, purring in the background, it's because my little kitten is is sat with me and he's purring away. I'm hoping it's not going to be picked up too much by the mic, um, but I'm not exactly in a professional studio, so we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, before I start today's mini-sode, I wanted to tell you guys about something I'm really excited about. It's something I've been thinking about doing for a while and I've just decided to go for it. So, drum roll, I'm doing a six-week group coaching course for just 10 fabulous women, which starts in October. It's going to be me with you live on Zoom every week for six weeks. Now, the reason I've decided to do this is because I know that I can help you get to a place where you feel not just okay about being single and not having kids, but where you feel fabulous about it. Over the six weeks, I'm going to be diving into all sorts of things, not least mindset, because as you probably know by now, I'm obsessed with all things personal growth and mindset related. And I've done a lot of work uh, on myself over the last couple of years. And the work that I've done has made a huge difference to my life and how I feel about myself. Because here's the thing. We all want to feel good, to feel happy and fulfilled and content in our lives. And I think sometimes we can feel like that will come from a relationship, but it's not the case. If you listen to my mini-sode last week, I think it was last week's episode, last week's mini-sode, you'll already know that I believe that we are responsible for our own happiness. It's just a universal truth and it can never come from someone else. 
And because I've had periods in my life of feeling utterly shit about being single and being the only one of my friends who isn't married and doesn't have kids, blah, blah, blah. I am confident that I can help you get from that place to the place where I find myself now, which is not only being okay with being a spinster, but air quotes, but absolutely loving my single child-free life and feeling happy every single day. Not all day, every day, but every day. And the reason for that is that I've done the work on myself and on my mindset. So in this course, I'm going to show 10 women who really want to learn to love their single lives in a way that they don't yet. Maybe they're feeling a bit low, a bit hopeless, a bit lonely, and they just don't know how to get the transformation in the way that they think and feel about their single lives. I am going to coach them through how to upgrade their spinster mindset through all the things that I have done and still do so that they can embrace all of the wonderful things about being single and not having kids. And I'm going to walk them through exactly what I've done to get to a place of peace in my life, a place where a boyfriend is really neither here nor there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a really interactive course and we're all going to talk about the assumptions around spinsterhood and the negative narrative that is so ingrained in society and in us and how that has resulted in so many of us feeling like failures or feeling shame and all of the things. And we're going to look at exactly where you are right now what's going on in your heads and we're going to look at how you can change your thoughts and feelings around your relationship status and ultimately you're going to finish the course feeling a real sense of empowerment, a sense of hope and positivity and walk away from it feeling more joy and more excitement for the future. So as I say, it's going to be me with 10 women live on Zoom every week for six weeks, starting in October. I don't have an exact start date yet. Um, and I'm also going to add in a couple of extra sessions. I'm going to do a Q&A session, uh, a meditation session, and I'm also hoping to get a fabulous guest on too. The closing date for applications is Sunday the 25th of September. So you've got a few weeks to think about whether it's something that you might be interested in. So if you are ready to start living your very best spinster life, whether or not you get a bloke or a girl or whoever, at some point down the line, that is irrelevant. But if you're ready to start that and you want to find out more about things like price, what it's going to look like and all that kind of stuff, then either DM me on Instagram at spinsterhood reimagined or email me at lucy at lucymegason.com. Okay, so let's crack on with today's mini-sode. Now, a friend of mine said something to me the other day that really got me thinking and gave me the idea for this mini-sode. She also happens to be single and child-free, and she's always known that she doesn't want kids. And she said that it had occurred to her the other day that when she sees a really cool, bright, articulate, funny, gorgeous woman, and then she finds out that they have kids, she finds herself thinking, 
oh my God, what a waste. And whilst that might be a bit triggering for some people, I know what she means. Because what she then went on to say was that people normally think the exact opposite of that. People normally think when they meet a lovely, bright, cool, funny woman and they find out she doesn't have kids, they often say, oh, isn't it a shame that she never had kids? But what about the other way around? Anyway, this really got me thinking for a few reasons. Um, I'm in a mastermind with a group of women and I've been a part of various groups of women over the last year or so, all of whom have been really awesome women. Not that they're all single and childless by any means, but just that they're all really cool, lovely ladies. And so it's been on my mind off the back of some of the things that we've been talking about that women are just totally fucking fabulous in many, many ways. Obviously, we're very different to men and we do things very differently to men and we operate in a totally different way to the way men operate, obviously. Um, And one of the things that we've been talking about in the mastermind, and actually not just in there, but I listen to a lot of female-led podcasts who have also had these kinds of conversations, but I've heard so many people say recently, and I happen to agree, that the world would be a much better place if there were more women in positions of power, in kind of leadership positions, and if there were more women earning more money, because in many ways I think it's true to say that women might do better things than sometimes men do with money if they had shed loads of it. And there's a whole other conversation here about how women have always been taught to sort of play small, not be too demanding, be kind of apologetic about everything and not be too ambitious or shine too much and don't expect too much, blah, blah, blah. And I find this whole thing fascinating because what we actually need is more women doing more stuff so that the influence of women is kind of bigger in the world. And one conversation I've had with guests on the podcast more than once is the fact that Although feminism has obviously carved out a path that our grandmothers and great-grandmothers didn't necessarily have available to them, we still live in a very, very patriarchal society, and this really needs to change. I mean, even in the world of podcasting, I believe it's only about 24% of podcast hosts who are women. 24%. That's shit. That's really shit. But I think that all of this is partly because women or many women still feel on some subconscious level that they are somehow lesser than men in some way. And even if you sort of consciously bulk at that idea, can you honestly say that there isn't some truth in that? That on some level, many women, not all women, but many women still feel, even if it's totally subconscious, that they're in some way inferior to men. And perhaps they even still behave in a way that exacerbates that. I mean, I know women who still very much take on the sort of subservient role in the household. They do all of the chores, they do everything to do with the kids, they're not in control of the money and all that sort of thing. And actually, one example of my own, and I'm really not proud of this, but I remember once, not so long ago, saying to a friend of mine, we were standing in a queue to get on a flight, and I admitted that I would feel nervous if the pilot was a woman. I know, isn't that 
awful. But the reason I admit that is because it just goes to prove how we still live largely in a world where women inherently feel less than men. And that's what I mean when I say that this stuff is ingrained into our subconscious minds and beliefs, even if we think we're the biggest feminist on the planet, there's still stuff going on underneath the surface. And I just wanted to say to you guys, and I hope this doesn't come across as harsh or anything like that, but here's what I've been thinking. One of the best things about doing my podcast has been the opportunity to meet and to be in contact with so many amazing cool, intelligent, inspirational women. And I genuinely feel really proud and really grateful for that. All of my guests have been amazing. So I've kind of just been wondering, why are we sitting around, if we are, feeling miserable, worrying about our relationship status and putting all of our energies into finding a partner? Is this really a good use of our time? because I personally don't think it is. And I get that life can be incredibly hard at times. I mean, geez, I've had my fair share of shit in my life, but I'm not taking away from anything that people might be going through. None of us can escape the hard things, that's a given. But I think we do have a certain amount of choice as to where we focus our attention and therefore where we put our energy and what we put our energy into. And so I reckon that us single child-free ladies should be freaking owning it and using the freedom that we have to make a difference. And I'm not saying that because we're single and we don't have kids that we should be trying to make up for our, you know, single childless status, like we have some kind of responsibility to prove that our life is just as valuable. I don't mean it in that way. What I mean is that we should be looking at our lives as an opportunity to do something that gives us purpose, that brings us joy. Because if every single child-free woman on the planet put all of her energies into making the absolute best of herself and creating the best possible life for herself and really embracing her singlehood and the freedom that it gives her, then truly the world might actually be a better place. So... In terms of us spinsters, we are in a position to potentially be able to make some kind of difference. And I don't mean that women who are married with kids can't. That is not what I'm saying. And of course they can. But what I am saying is that even if we have big responsibilities, which of course we all do, whether that is a sick parent or or whatever it may be, we don't have the responsibility and the time commitment that comes with a husband and children. And I think that we need to refocus our attention on making the most of our position in life and to try and really use that as a force for good. We have such an opportunity because we're not tied to a husband and we're not having to spend all of our free time or a lot of our free time with our kids. And so there really is no excuse for not trying to carve out a life that you love There is so much that any one of us can be doing with our lives. It doesn't have to be something groundbreaking, but there are so many things that we could be throwing ourselves into, really. And there is just no excuse to be sitting around feeling crap and depressed about not having a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, where you are now, you do have a choice to make a life that you love. It just takes a decision And it takes some work. 
And it takes a reframe of what might be negativity around being single and not having kids. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is instead of sitting around worrying about being single and wondering when we're going to find someone, let's put our attention on something else, on something that actually really means something. And also another thing that I've really thought a lot about over the last few years is how us ladies really need to start having each other's backs more. I'm not saying that we don't, but we all really need to be consciously kind of championing each other and rather than feeling envious or jealous or whatever when we see another woman succeeding in some way or we see another woman whose life we wish we had, we need to be cheering her on and taking inspiration from her rather than letting it make us feel bad about ourselves. I mean, I've totally been there, of course, as we all have, but we can use feelings of envy and jealousy in a very productive way if we choose to. Because I think that when like-minded women get together, they're a force to be reckoned with. And in many ways, we're so much tougher than guys, maybe not physically, but certainly mentally and emotionally. And that's not just me making a massive sweeping statement. There's plenty of research, if you have a look, that shows this. Not to mention our life expectancy is longer than men and our pain thresholds are higher than blokes. And there are studies to show that women are more content on their own than men, which I think is really interesting. Anyway, there are my thoughts on, I don't quite know what really, but maybe it's given you something to just think about. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you back here on Tuesday for a solo episode this coming week, actually, which is called the one where I talk about, wait for it, sex. Yep. So make sure you tune in for that. Have a brilliant weekend. Bye.